Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. Crazy hectic week, even though it's only Tuesday. But hey, yeah. I know. I'm. I just don't know about this whole reentry into the world thing. Do like, we want to sure do it? That That's my question. Do we wanna? Is there a choice? I know. I know. Right? Yeah. So we spent all weekend at baseball last weekend, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this weekend, I roped you into something because of baseball. You did. You did. And uh-huh. I'm always happy to do for the sake of the baseball and for. A fantastic organization, but tell our clinkers what you roped me into. <laughs> so, um, Allie, who you may recall from season one, I believe we had Allie on. Um, she is the ED of SARC, which is a sexual assault resource counseling center mm-hmm. uh, that covers our county and another county just north of us. And uh, they have an annual uh, casino night, and we are guest dealers for we the are. casino night. Mm-hmm. Blackjack <laughs> all the way. So, um, <laughs> while we didn't personality test today necessarily, We'll tell secrets of our personality, which is I, of course, now am doing every research I possibly can do to know that I know the rules and I can know what I'm supposed to do and all of the possible things that I can do. And I just told you we're going to have to set up a little hustle game here at the house to practice ahead of time because I'm going to have to know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's all for funny money, I know, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to roll up and be like, hey, we figured it out. I know. Like, yeah, so you'll be chill. A look at our personality. Yeah. yeah. It is a little bit. There's a little telling of how we are. So it's good. You'll be chill. And I'll be like, <gasps> but then I'll start to do it. and I'll have a good time. It'll be fine. So I'm excited. I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm thrilled that you asked me to help out, though, when Derek wasn't available um, because I love Sark and I love what Allie and her team do. So what a great way to be able to help our community some this week. So yeah. So to be fair, Derek, he said yeah. he was going to do it. Uh, we were you know, figuring out life. But then uh, the tournament that we're competing in this weekend uh, changed the times mm-hmm. for games and actually moved it up by a whole day. So it just yeah. rendered him unable because he's one of the coaches. Totally and fair. And in this totally league, fair. it's mm-hmm. like super like – it's super kind of crazy. Like they're only allowed four coaches. Oh. So then you can practice with more coaches, mm-hmm. but actual like jerseyed coaches for the day of the game, you're only allowed four. Yeah. So, you know. No, I, he needs I to be there. And, and he should be there. Yeah. No, absolutely. So are you going to miss a game? Are yeah. you going to miss one of Noah's games? I am going to miss a oh, game. No. It's okay. I know it's you don't like that. Game. Oh, fun. it is. No, I, I agree. Like I know. Yeah. You know how I feel about this, though. I don't think it's a fair expectation to think that no one is ever going to miss anything. You know, I think there's a something in between. And I think yeah. if you're hitting most of the games and you're supporting as best as you can, I think it's also good for Noah to know that mommy takes her time to to help with a community event that's so meaningful to Sark. I, they, this is that like their – is this their largest fundraiser event? Do you know fundraising event? If not their largest, it's pretty big. It has to be because it's a pretty big event for them. So um, so I'm kind of excited. And we have to go to the costume loft because we have to dress in 1920s. So that'll be that'll be a blast as well. That's right. Yeah. I just asked Kenzie if she would do my hair. So (gasps) Oh no, I'm jealous. (laughs) So we're gonna Maybe she'll help me out. I know. I, do, I, I, this is why I'm so glad I don't have girls. Like, I can't braid. I can't do anything with my hair, which I is probably this, why I yeah. kept it short for so long because I literally can do a few twists and like nothing else. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> it'll be great. We're going to have a good time. And speaking of a good time, uh, today on Coffee Beans and Booze, we get to do one of the things that you love most, which is share people we love with, with our clinkers, right? So, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we have known uh, Janice for a very long time, both mm -hmm. of us. Um, I got to know her through musical. Is that how you got to know her too? Um, I met her, her a little before? bit before that because she was a teacher in the district. So, you know, in passing, I, I got to uh, meet her, right. but I didn't really get to know her um, the way that I do. And she's just such a phenomenal person. I know it, it makes me, you know, we really do pride ourselves that part of the mission of the Palmyra Theater is to have, you know, have it be a, an organization that community members want to be involved in. And I think this is a prime mm -hmm. example of that. So I'm glad that you can yeah. tell that is how you got to know Janice so very well. So. Yeah. And we're, we're excited because this interview, uh, falls within pride month um mm -hmm. and you know for so many of our friends and people in our lives um being able to support them and be an ally to them is really important and uh janice's story is just so moving so i'm excited for everybody to hear what she's got to say so Hey, Shyla, how's it going? I am great. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too, because our guest today is one of my favorite people on Earth. I yeah. told you like two seconds ago that literally my heart was pounding. I'm getting a little bit emotional, and I, I'm seriously, like, I am about ready to pee my pants because <laughs> truly, without zero exaggeration, and you know this because you yes. know my love and appreciation mm -hmm. for Janice, who is truly one of my favorite people. I call her Janice Van Wicky Wicky. Apparently which, her stage name. Apparently her stage name, which is so fantastic. <laughs> but... I um, can we give her just a tad bit of shit real fast here, though? Yeah. She literally said to us that she is not interesting, and why do we right. want her? She's, no, like, literally the most interesting person I, I know. I cannot. I can't even stand it. Yep. I can't even stand it. So with that, welcome, Janice, welcome. to Coffee, Beads, and Booze. And, and say your you. last name for real for us. Thank you very much, ladies. My last name for real is Van Mielvik. But everybody and here calls you. Van Mielvik. <laughs> I love your I wish people could see your face when you said that it makes me laugh so hard we've become used to it over time but yes it was weird in the beginning yeah I bet I bet it is a challenging name I mean for mm -hmm. for us because we don't we you know it's, it's got a lot of it's got U's in places next to Y's and things like yes. yeah it's, it's and this thing. is because you yeah. were originally from South Africa which is the, the little preview that I will give to who you are but but if you would could you um could you introduce yourself to our clinkers and and tell them a little bit about yourself and maybe they'll see a little view of why we love you so much yeah <laughs> why thank you um yes my name is Janice I was born in South Africa I uh, went to a parochial school long story, a uh, whole bullying situation that happened. Hmm. But I ended up at a parochial school, uh, graduated from St. Catherine's Convent, and uh, ended up at JCE, Johannesburg College of Education, did four years of um, education training. Hmm. The whole college is just there for education. Hmm. So if you are becoming a teacher in South Africa, that's a good place to go because mm -hmm. it's from early childhood all the way through high school. Um, then I ended up teaching first and, se first and second grade. Uh, met my husband when I was a senior at high school. Mm -hmm. Met Roscoe and uh, we dated for five years because I knew I had to first teach for a year, get through college and teach for a year before I could mm -hmm. settle down. Um, I get easily distracted, ADHD. <laughs> well, and to be fair, um, Roscoe's like fun and so he would be very distracted. He is. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> In the best possible way. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So taught for a few years, uh, had Raynan, mm -hmm. our, our eldest. He is 26 years old, mm -hmm. lives in uh, Baltimore, works in IT security. Do not ask me any questions. I do not know the answers <laughs> to those. Uh, I, I know he works in like a big warehouse place that hosts 
computers and people's data and stuff. I have mm -hmm. no idea. Um, <laughs> we, after uh, Rain was two, we were offered an, a job in the Middle East. We went to Qatar in the Middle East mm -hmm. uh, for six months, just for a six-month contract. It was hot. It's a peninsula off of Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. It was the desert. Mm -hmm. We did scuba diving in our spare time. We both became scuba certified, oh. um, Patty, Patty certified. And uh, when we, while we were there, um, we're offered a job to come to the United States. And the company was in New York. Mm -hmm. So we basically, I felt pregnant just before we left. We basically went she fell back pregnant. To she doesn't America. know how that happened. She just fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> I just fell. I fell. It was, it was thing. I just fell. Um, yeah, so I pregnant, went home, mm -hmm. said, hi, folks, we're pregnant. We're moving to the U.S. Bye, folks. And we came over here. I um, was actually, in hindsight, pretty insane. Um, <laughs> I, had no, I had no support system here. Right. So, yeah, it was a crazy move. But here we are. So then we had Piper. Mm -hmm. Piper is now, Piper turns 23 at the end of next month. I can't even fathom that. No. I feel like I know. that makes me feel so old. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. So, yeah, so Roscoe consulted. Uh, he was an IT consultant and he traveled to Columbus, Nebraska, and Cincinnati, Ohio, and um, Miami. So, whenever he was away, we would just go and spend a week with him when the kids were on break. So we got to travel a lot. Um, we uh, we uh, we lived in Morristown, New Jersey, for two years. Whippany for three years, and then got our green cards. And shortly after getting our green cards, Roscoe was offered a job at Hershey, and that's how we ended up here. Um, 2012, we did our citizenship, and here we are. I have worked at a gym. I uh, not as a, not in the fitness realm at all. If you know me, you know I am not a fit person. I, I sat on a chair and, and did reception. Uh, I did. I was a paraeducator in the school district. I um, worked at a eye doctor, and I currently work at a regular PCP doctor office. Um, and haven't decided what I'm going to be when I grow up yet. Uh, Me either. I we were literally just having yeah. that conversation maybe about three hours ago of the, like, what okay. will we be when we grow up? And quite honestly, I don't want to have to decide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I really yeah. like this life where I get to do all the interesting mm -hmm. things and, you know, thankfully right. have this this wonderful stability of a great job that allows me to yeah. do that. So, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I first met you, Janice. I know you're going to think that it was through Palmyra Theater when Piper was in our program um, and a fantastic member of our, of our program for all mm -hmm. of those years but I actually met you before that when I was on tour at the schools uh, with Palmyra Theater before that and I remember you saying to me I have a child who's interested in the arts and, and loves music and all of these things and and I remember saying to you oh I sure hope that your child comes up to, to our program and then I got to spend uh, the next several years with Piper and really um, really loved uh, you know all of that experience and it was it was really fantastic and you became involved in our theater program um, with our wonderful costuming uh, department uh you and sandy brettler <laughs> our costuming department right my stitching bitch buddy <laughs> i know which is absolutely incredible and you have yes, a little Sandy. bit of competition because uh, sandy brettler's episode from season one is one of our most popular episodes yeah. so uh, there's, no, that's yeah. okay she's an exciting she is an interesting person she's an interesting human being 
Well, yeah. you are an interesting yeah, human being, and together, have, yeah. oh, the two yes. of you are one of the most fun times yes. anyone could ever have. In their <laughs> Being life. backstage <laughs> mom with Sandy and Janice, I can't even. Was I don't get that fun, fun. and I be funny. All I know. <laughs> and I have a picture of like us in wigs. Like at least I think I think at least you guys were in wigs. I don't know. Somebody's in wigs. I have to, <laughs> I have to dig it up. There were wigs involved. You should totally because like I, the can we put that on wig. our Insta this week? Yes, That'd the be purple amazing. wig from Cinderella. One of you was in it. Yep. Yep. I don't remember. Yeah. Yep. This is yeah, fabulous. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but truly an experience that small town life allows us mm-hmm. is that, you know, we get to we get to know the parents, the people in our communities, you know, either through the Caring Cupboard, Palmyre Theater, all these different organizations. You, We also had um, a connection through Boy Scouts because you and Roscoe um, really have done a lot of work with Boy Scouting in our area. And um, and truly, I, I want to get to that in a little bit Ugh. because you've had some there really interesting so experience. Here. I know. I think yeah, we're just going to have to do like a part two, 12 yeah. parts yeah. here. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I know you've done a lot of really interesting work with, you know, Boy Scouts now has girls involved in it as well. And you took on the responsibility in such a wonderful way of being a mentor and coaching in that as well. But you had been involved with Boy Scouts long before that. It's not like anybody could say, like, that was the day. T- talk about that a little bit. Like, what was it like to be involved in all these organizations that your that your children were organized in, in this total new country that you weren't, you know, you didn't grow up in? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think for for any parent, you become involved in what your kids like, right? Mm -hmm. So I um, was never really the outdoorsy type. I uh, don't know how to tell you not to save my life. And when Roscoe said, hey, we need to get the kids in scouting because he was a Boy Scout all of his life. Mm -hmm. um, I said, sure, we need to make sure that it's a group that meets on a night that works for you. Because I'm not getting involved. Because <laughs> that's not going to be me. And I could actually see you saying that. I yeah. That. Uh, I sure did. I sure mm-hmm. did. And um, yeah, then he became den leader for Raynan's group. I became den leader for Piper's group. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're still both involved. He is now the um, scoutmaster. I am a, on the committee and I work with the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the advancements. So mm-hmm. when the girls get a badge or a uh, level up or whatever. I mm-hmm. run all of that. I've, I figured that out. I do the badges. I do the, I don't make them. I buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, As I, you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I don't do that. But stuff. the Boy Scouts and are then, smart. So now I've been through Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Rosemary went all the way through and has her gold award. And Aaron mm-hmm. went all the way up through some of, of Boy Scouts. He, he didn't finish quite the whole way, but he went a good bit. And the Boy Scouts have like an iron on stuff that you like cut out the yeah. shape of the thing. The Girl Scouts don't have that shit. Yeah. Like what the hell's with that? Yeah, like so why do we got to work harder? <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, because the girls are supposed to sew them on themselves. Uh, you know, well, some you of the boys sew them on themselves, but frankly, the moms really do. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's part of it. They're, the girls have to earn their stitching badge, so mm. they have to learn to sew those things on themselves. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, I think you that's know, the theory behind it. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> one of the criticisms of Boy Scouts, I mean, we're not going to go into scandal and all of that stuff and, and well, the things that it – right, yeah. mm-hmm. None of that – that's not the criticism, but the criticism being that before it was – only boys, Girl Scouts being the same, only girls, and that mm-hmm. uh, when you divide genders, that that sometimes becomes mm-hmm. problematic, and that you should, you know, aim to have organizations that have, you know, cross gender, and that you're around, all, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of people. Um, so, do you think that the the change over to the Boy Scouts allowing girls has been a positive thing? I mean, I think you know, supporting it, that you might say yes, you know, yeah, but. absolutely. I think well, number one, um, you know. Any organization that is solely one or the other does open themselves up to all sorts of scandals mm-hmm. because there's like a almost like a secret society type of thing mm-hmm. about it 
which it isn't, but, you know, it ends up feeling that way. Mm. Um, and number two, the whole point, like you said, you know, Rosemary's earned a gold award. Mm-hmm. And most people in the world, unless they've been in scouting, in Girl Scouts, don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. But you say to anybody, oh, my son earned his equal, Mm -hmm. everybody knows what that means. If you are applying for a job, you know what that means. Yeah, Yeah, Rosemary has actually had this happen in her life where Mm -hmm. she's like, I say gold ward and it's like, meh, whatever. And then like our our dear friend Kevin who wrote our theme song is, you know, he has an Eagle Scout and sometimes Mm -hmm. like, but ask him to like, I mean, he can start a mean fire. Don't get me wrong. But like there's certain things that he's like, yeah, I have the Eagle Scout, but I got it by doing these things. Like, it really isn't more prestige in one versus right. the other. They both had to no. do a lot to do them, but but yeah. the, the notoriety and the recognition isn't mm. there. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot, you know, the whole mm-hmm. the whole reason that the girls wanted to get started with boys with the Boy Scout program is um, you get the prestige of earning that mm-hmm. eagle. Also, the Girl Scouts are they they're they're protectant of their girls, mm-hmm. which you know, understandably so. But they they protect their girls way too much, and the girls don't get to go out and have mm-hmm. the kind of backyard fun, outdoorsy fun, mm-hmm. because everything needs a thousand um, signatures before they can Agreed. get out there. You mm-hmm. know, having been um, a parent so through the, that for so much, I completely yeah. agree. I completely no, agree. It, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the girls wanted the freedoms and the, to enjoy the outdoors and stuff that the, that the boys were doing, mm-hmm. and why not? And the way our troop has done it, it's totally, you know, safe. It's totally um, respectful. The They meet on the same night in different rooms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, like in the summer, our troop meets outdoors, and they use the same outdoor space. But the girls meet in one area and the boys in the other. Mm-hmm. If there's a program item that they're both – interested in the boys will invite the girls over or the girls will invite the Mm -hmm. boys so there are female leaders there are male leaders they've always if you think about it though they've always been moms involved Mm -hmm. in boy scouts Aaron's main leaders were actually most often um uh, females and women they were wonderful and wonderful role models and wonderful you know it's fantastic Mm -hmm. so really when you when you think about it Mm -hmm. you know People say so. My husband is now an assistant scout, you know, an assistant scout master for the girls, scout mm-hmm. master for the boys. Well, isn't it weird that your husband's involved in the girl? No, because all those moms are involved with the boys. So right. what's weird about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So and they've got they've got plenty of things in place to make sure that um, you're safe, that the girls mm-hmm. are safe, that the boys oh, are sure. safe, that you know, too deep leadership everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's fine and. Yeah. You know, I think the world is just becoming a place where boys and girls blend better, boys and girls mix better. Um, you know, I just think well, it's actually people have much to be more, more open. representative right. of actual of what, life. Of you actual know what life. I mean? I don't, adult, yeah. I don't go to the grocery store and I'm on one side of the building or the other. In fact, even I went to a high school where the original McDevitt building was, it, it was identical on either ends. It was mm. twin towers and girls were on one end, boys were on the other. Well, I think it was like 40 years before I ever got there that that blending, you know, happened because it yeah. wasn't representative of real life. It didn't really make sense, you know, at all. Correct. Right. So, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that I, I was really interested in, in talking to you about, um, and I, I want you to share in, in a way that's that makes the most amount of sense for you, is your journey with Piper. Um, and, you know, June is um, ally, you know, it's LBGTQ+, and, uh, you know, Jasmine and I mm-hmm. – um, yeah, Pride Month and Jasmine and I, you know, consider ourselves to be allies and, and definitely mm-hmm. want to support the people 100%. in our our communities and, and you know, <laughs> the Karen Covered actually has 
a, a um an, uh, an equality flag that we have in our window that has caught we've caught some flack for that but you know I stand by it because for us um you know there are people who come to us who are in same-sex relationships who feel like they have to lie about what they are or who they are because mm-hmm. they think that you know a lot of times help organizations like this are connected to a to a church or to evangelism in some kind of way and so they feel like they can't be who they are mm-hmm. and you know it's really important for us to make sure that people know that we are a safe place and that we are encouraging and that mm-hmm. we want that mm-hmm. um actually kenzie asked somebody the other day what their preferred pronouns were and the person just like their, their jaw fell to the floor and she was like can i hug you like mm-hmm. because i'm so thankful yeah. that you would be willing to do that and so um yeah so in, in a in a way that's most comfortable to you uh can you share a little bit about your journey with piper Sure, sure. Uh, so I had two little boys growing up and uh, Piper was always a happy kid, always a jolly, happy, um, easygoing child. And suddenly things started turning dark and we we had episodes of cutting. We had episodes of absolute, I mean, I know, t- I know teenagers are tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Teenagers are tough. Mm. Um, but we went through absolute craziness at one point. And eventually, you know, skip a couple of years and uh, mm-hmm. therapies and uh, medications and all sorts of stuff. We came to the, the realization. She stepped out of the closet and said, mm-hmm. I am transgender. I identify as female. And that kind of, I mean, I knew something was coming down the line. I mm-hmm. thought she was going to say I'm gay. <laughs> that was the conversation I was getting ready for. Mm-hmm. I was totally sure. okay with that. I was totally, I had moved through to that. I was, I was, I, I was ready for that conversation. This I kind of was like, oh, okay. Now I have to change my thinking. Um, she, as soon as she told us, mm-hmm. things calmed down. The cutting. I'm not going to say it stopped immediately, mm-hmm. but it definitely slowed down. I think it had become at that point a, a coping mechanism. And of course, as it, anything in life, when you have a coping mechanism, it's hard to stop. Sure, mm-hmm. because it's so, comforted you, you know, for it's so kind long. Of an addi- sure. It's an addiction to, mm-hmm. a, to a degree. Sure. But um, I cannot imagine going through life being that uncomfortable in your own skin, mm-hmm. being that uncomfortable with the way the world sees you as opposed to who you see as mm-hmm. yourself. Um my child has gone through bullying. Uh, my child has gone through uh, nightmares, you know, mm-hmm. um, because she couldn't be who she wanted to be. We never really discussed it growing up. You know, you assume you've got two mm-hmm. tough, rough and ready little boys running around the house. You kind of, you don't think further. Mm-hmm. And um, I think her main concern was that we were going to be shocked to the point that we were going to be those parents who were going to kick her out. Mm -hmm. And when she eventually did tell us about it, I said, you know, I am okay with this. Is it the life I would have chosen for you? Absolutely not, because it is not an easy life. Mm -hmm. Not by a long shot. It is not an easy life. We live in a small town. Mm -hmm. It is not easy. Even in a big town and in the big world, mm -hmm. it's it's not easy. And we, we, no matter what is on the table, we want to put our children in a bubble. So I I know what you mean. Saying like, I just want you to have the easy path, and that's Mm -hmm. that's not the way this is going to go. And that's not that's Mm -hmm. not the way this is going to be. But you know what? She is an independent young woman. She has. Uh, she has done four years of college. She graduated early. She graduated with a B, uh, um, Bachelor of Science in Small Animal Sciences. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully one day to be a vet. 
but at this point she's working at a lab as an animal technician and she lives uh, she lived in philly for a couple years and now we've just moved her to bethesda maryland close to her brother actually mm. and they never got along growing <laughs> I up i was gonna Believe say who would have thought that they were mm -hmm. awful yeah. yeah and now they visit each other they send us pictures on a friday night of all of them on, on mm -hmm. the couch and you know and it's it's it warms my mom heart mm -hmm. it really does the first time they sent a picture i was in tears i, I said bet. to i said to roscoe it warms my mom's heart to see my children yeah. friends at last yeah and mm -hmm. uh, you know they have a totally a, a totally different understanding of each other now mm -hmm. yeah and and yeah she's she is confident she's happy she always enjoyed the theater, mm -hmm. and I think that was the one place that she could be who she wanted to be. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's interesting and because when I think back on my time with Piper, you know, I I, I you, this is no secret. I loved spending time with Piper. I mean, I really, I really, honestly, talk about it. Interesting and bright and smart, and would stop and talk to adults in such a, an incredible way. But it was, you know, it was always interesting to see Piper had a lot had a lot on her shoulders, had a lot that she had to mm -hmm. carry around with her, and seeing that ebb and flow. And I can remember us talking in the auditorium and just, you know, just wishing that this load would be easier and I think Piper being able to be mm. so honest with who she is really helped that lightness come and so yeah. I live for the pictures I see now and what I see Piper in the area yeah. you know and those types of things but you know as a parent um it is it, it's hard I think it's hard, being the parent of a, of a bisexual child, it's hard to know when to be the advocate, to be, to tell, like, I never want to feel like I'm telling their story. You know, I, I want to be careful and make sure I'm being a respectful advocate. You know, I will, I will fight someone in the alley for my kid, you know yeah. what I mean? Kind of a deal. Exactly. But I also don't want to tell her story or to, to do that. You know, I called Rosemary last week and I said, you know, I want to buy these rainbow toms. Is that totally cool? Like, because I don't ever, in, in all literal things, I don't want to misstep. Yeah. I don't, I've always been an yeah. advocate, you know, pride has always right. been something I've been able to, you know, to, to celebrate and, you know, or wanted to celebrate with, with my friends, but it is a, it, it's a tough road to watch people take when you just love them yeah. so much and you, and you want to yeah. say, I understand this isn't a, a, a choice you're taking, but I just want to support you in every way I can, yeah. you know, kind of a deal. And yeah. so do you find as a mom that, that, that you know where that line of advocacy is, or do you, do you find that that's challenging sometimes I still, too? I still, I still yeah. struggle at times. I do too. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's really neat. My uh, Piper loves to go shopping at Goodwill and Jubilee and places mm -hmm. like that. You know, kids. I think these days they've realized they can get a lot of bang oh, for their yeah. buck that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it the first time it was so weird. Well, we're looking in the girls' clothes mm -hmm. section at this point, and I'm like, okay, so what size are you? And she said, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. So that was you know <laughs> you're, figuring you're that out. From, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you're going from the men's this size to the women's that size. It's mm -hmm. it's a weirdness now. I see things, I'm like, oh, Papa will love that. We're going to get it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, there are some things that are easier than others. Mm -hmm. The changing names was tough initially. Mm -hmm. Well, because you, ch you chose I... that name. You chose, you know, you chose yes, Piper's name and then months. for Piper to pick yeah. their own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And eventually the, re the, way I, the way I basically got through it was thinking, you know, um, if you called your son Thomas and he decided he wanted to become Tom, mm -hmm. it's it's not – it's it's different. I mean, it's not as different as what Piper did, but it's like a nickname. Mm -hmm. You know, initially, okay, you just think of it as a nickname, a different name. And every now and then we'd slip and we'd get the mom and the roll of the eyes and the and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, kiddo. You have to realize for mm -hmm. sixteen years, for seventeen years, that's what I called right. you, you know. And um it, it it takes a while. It takes a while to get your pronouns right. It takes a while mm -hmm. to um to know what's cool and not cool. Well, 
I guess I've, I've had to realize at 51, I'm not going to be cool. So <laughs> that's why I just started really to ask, like you know? in all seriousness, I was like, yeah. I promise I'm not trying yeah. to be an ass, but right. I'm just going to ask you because I don't, yeah. I don't want to do anything. I want to protect right. my child from me too, you know, yeah. and, and do what's yeah. appropriate. And I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask. Yeah. 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 But I think, I think kids are also really good at telling you. Mm-hmm. They're, they have, they've fought for this for long enough. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, they've, they've risen up to that point. They're going to tell you if you've misstepped. Mm-hmm. They, oh, I have no doubt that child will slap me down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Every yeah. now and then we'll still, you know, you, you, you retell a story of the past mm-hmm. when she was going by a different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you, you think of her as the little boy that she was. And it's hard to, it's hard to then get your pronouns right because you're thinking of mm-hmm. a picture that right. you have to rename in your head before it comes out of your mouth. And, huh, yeah, we do sometimes. We screw up. You know what? And we're parents. We're allowed to screw up. Um, but, yeah, they they will tell you. They mm-hmm. will tell you if, if it's yeah. not cool. Yeah. Well, and, and there's yeah. a difference between – doing it intentionally and doing it with sure. the best of intents, right? Like oh, you're, absolutely. You're not trying to make this a thing and whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a big brain shift. So. You know, it, I think, yeah. and I think once it. she got her, mm-hmm. once she got her head wrapped around the fact that we are trying, mm-hmm. we are trying our best to get it right. Right. And, and we want her to, you know, I always said, we want you to be happy, whatever it takes for you to be happy. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what we want. Yeah. So, you know, we want you safe and we want you happy. And yeah. Well, I have to tell you, we... it was, it was, um, you and Roscoe were so graceful in the way that, that you advocated very subtly for Piper at different times. You know, I can remember you, you saying to me, you know, Piper, Piper would like you to use that name. Is that, is that trouble for you, Mrs. Booker? Nope, not trouble for me. And you were like, thank you. I knew it wouldn't be, but you know, there were conversations that you were happy to help Piper mm-hmm. navigate through as well. And I don't know if you know this or not, but Piper actually told me the same day you told me Piper liked the name Piper. Piper also told me that. And I kind of love oh, okay. that because, it, that. because it, it showed me how much you guys were actually on the same page, even though I don't think you ever th- felt like that in that exact moment. I don't think you came to me thinking like, you know, Jasmine, we're on the same page at the same moment, the same whatever, <laughs> but you were without no. knowing it. And and I think that talks about a, a respectful home that, mm. you know, we're not always yeah. in exactly that same place. I'm sure there's a million days you could tell me about that you weren't in the same spot, yeah. you know, yeah. but, but when you create a respectful environment um, where, where you can support your child, you know, I, th- I think that um, mm-hmm. on some level, Piper might not have known how your reaction would be, but but knew you'd get there, you know, mm-hmm. that knew you'd get there. And yeah. and you're so very honest about saying we don't have to have all the answers. Boy, as parents, do you feel like you have all the answers, Shayla, as a parent? <laughs> I, I sure as hell never did. Uh, no. I can nope, remember nope. Um, Rosemary saying to me one time, like, can you just pretend like you have all the answers, Mom? Like, can you pretend? Because I didn't have all the answers, you yeah. know, but I, no. but I knew I'd be there for her for all the days I didn't have the answers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I – I, I, there was a lot of fumbling around in the dark. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of, um, try, you know, just figuring it out day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, looking back, I wish I had, I wish I had gone to counseling myself. Mm-hmm. I think that would have helped. I wish I'd known of a group that mm-hmm. I could have spoken to yeah. because there is no book. There is no, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure now there probably is. Now you can Google stuff, but mm-hmm. when that happened, there wasn't, there right. wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, availability. And I, I think I could have done a much better job handling things even way back then than I did. 
But well, and I think that's really where being an advocate, you know, for for other parents who are trying to work through mm-hmm. it and reminding them that they don't need all, to have all the answers and that mm-hmm. you know people like you are, are here to talk to. You know, I have no doubt that if someone came to you and said, "Hey, I'm going through something. Can you help talk about it?" You would. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that you mm-hmm. would. You know what I mean? And and absolutely. so I think letting people know in the world that it is okay to ask those questions and to not have all the answers. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's. A big I would like to be able to help people to not make mistakes that I made. That you know to make it easier for them and their child mm-hmm. um I, yeah like i say so yeah. far from being perfect but mm-hmm. we've made it to 20 almost 23 and and mm-hmm. everybody seems to be happy and everybody's healthy and so do you think so so you grew up you were adopted and an only child in south africa mm-hmm. did you do you think that you know growing up i, I just want to, I want to ask is how did how you grew up maybe um help lead to you creating a household of respect you know did you grow up in that type same type of household or was it very different from the type of household that you grew up in or you know what was your childhood like no it was there was always respect in, in my home um my dad worked away from home a lot he he traveled a lot so when i was younger i actually grew up in, in a travel trailer we would mm-hmm. travel to a place on a farm is where he would do his work he put up um tv antennas and and radio antennas you know those those red and white striped antennas yeah that yeah. do yeah that's what he used to construct he used to erect those and um so we would travel with him, lay a slab of concrete on a farmer's property and put our travel trailer there. And that's where we would stay until the job was done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up a wild child. You know, <laughs> I had pigs and ducklings as pets and um, guinea fowl. And, you know, I was out in the in, in like bare feet in the middle of winter in the, you know, in the in the cold. We didn't get snow, but in the cold and mm-hmm. just running around. And um, when school, when I started going to school, Obviously, we we had to stop that. So my dad would still travel a lot, but I would be home with my mom, which resulted in me and my mom being the best friends. We are, we you know we we really close. We understand each other. We're really good friends. I would say and, you're, you're still very good friends. Like your mother lives yeah. a continent away, you know, yeah. and you're still yeah. so close. And I know when you visit each other, it's for long periods of time, and you do amazing things. But even when you're not together, it's just incredible, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're really we're really all close. My dad passed away a dozen years ago at this mm-hmm. point, and um, you know we are still close. I, the only my only regret is that we couldn't bring her over here. Mm-hmm. Um, many many reasons, but yes, uh, it's it's tough. Um, but yeah, so there was always respect in our house. There was always um, and and both ways. You know, um, I respect you. I respect your your need to learn in the way that you did. Like I said, there was there was bullying and I ended up at a parochial school mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't working out for me. No problem. We'll change the situation, make it more comfortable for you. My parents were always available. My parents were always, I was always that kid where um, on a Sunday after church, everybody would come to my house mm-hmm. and we would all sit and drink coffee or tea or my mom would bring out hamburgers for the whole mm-hmm. horde, you know, um, that was people were always welcome at my home and i always hoped that that my kids felt the same way because i remember that fondly and my friends all remember that too Mm. you know and my mom said it was great for her because she knew who i was hanging out with she knew where everybody was definitely and yeah it, Mm -hmm. it it worked um yeah i i think um you know the growing up in a different country especially south africa there are other other, you know, issues, safety, security, that kind of stuff that, 
moving here definitely has made a difference to our lives. I, I couldn't live there because of those reasons. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I still miss, you know, my mom. I can tell. I, can I, tell. I have, mm -hmm. I have, I have people there, the peeps I miss. And, and I have to say the wild animals. I, I mm -hmm. really miss that too. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful. Well, Absolutely. It, it's just, yeah, mm -hmm. as you're talking, it just, you know, boils down to just love, right? Mm -hmm. Like it all, all of it mm -hmm. is like, no matter what, and no matter how you see the world and, and what you think people should be or how they should be, that it's, it doesn't take anything to be respectful and loving. And exactly. Patience, and, that and patience. And yeah. patience with ourselves too. I think, you know, Janice, you remind me that it is okay for us to be patient with ourselves as we work it out and mm -hmm. figure it out. Um, but being mm -hmm. honest and open in those conversations mm -hmm. can really go a, a really long way. And so, um, you know, we love Piper. We love Raynan, you know, who's been kind enough. You know, it's so funny. Raynan would come and see Piper and be mm. like, yeah, hey. <laughs> so, hey. Mom's work's great, yeah. you know, kind of a deal. Yeah. Um, he always thought he was cool. Yeah. He was the cool kid. He's yeah. the cool, yeah. I'm sure Raymond's still the cool kid, you know, absolutely. So, but it's just a delight to know your family and, and all that you offer and, and bring to our community, you know, from so far and wide from South Africa to, to uh, Hershey Palmyra, Pennsylvania has been uh, so, we're so to the benefit. Yes. Beneficiaries. Are, are yeah. Very much I, so. Very much sure. so. I, yeah. I must say, I didn't, I have enjoyed working with you. I've enjoyed uh, the, the community, the, you know, the, the theater community, the group, it's, it's a community. It's a little family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, I've always enjoyed being part of that. And, yes. um, there are times I miss it. Well, guess what? You're going to have your I'm chance like... to come and help us this year because I don't know if you heard, but we're doing SpongeBob SquarePants this year. I heard. I <laughs> so uh, the I fall like, play is a she's... is a fairy tale medieval piece. So that's going to have a lot of pieces and yeah. um, and uh, uh, and then SpongeBob SquarePants in the mm -hmm. spring. So uh, we're going to need our, our whole committee back for sure. Um, you know, and and Mary Manning who who's got a, a child much like you and Sandy did in the program. You will just adore yeah. working with her. She's truly a delight. But I'm sure. We're going to need all hands on deck for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always happy to help. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate well, it. Well, it has been a delight to talk wonderful. with you. But so before wonderful. we go, yes. we have three very important <laughs> questions, don't you know? Yes. Uh, the first is my, is mine. I get to be, you know what I'm like on coffee. As I recall, you don't mm -hmm. let me have any decaf. You don't have, me have any caffeine and only decaf. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite coffee beverage? Well, on a regular day, just a regular plain strong black coffee. I, uh, you know, no frills, no mm -hmm. froof, just plain strong and black, and that's perfect. But if I'm going to treat myself, mm -hmm. I go to Starbucks and I get a caramel macchiato or frappuccino, depending on the weather. Mm -hmm. That is kind of my little guilty pleasure. Mm. Yum, yum, mm. yum. Excellent. Yeah. I, I approve, yeah. Uh, Janice, what's your uh, favorite adult beverage? My adult beverage comes with an adult name. It is a sex on the beach, Ooh. and I am a I am a sweet drinks kind of girl. Mm -hmm. um, what most people don't know about me is I'm a one drink kind of girl too. So you know, right there with you. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, one and done. I mean, uh, I don't but, count the yeah, shots. I, they're they're double oh. on top. That's oh yeah, I don't count. You know, I'm a shot girl too. But I have one. We were just, Mark and I were just talking about this today. I will sip one drink for a million hours, but those shots you yeah. can keep those coming like the conveyor yeah. belt that That's only the Foremans can bring. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yes, and tonight That's you're awesome. drinking a Moscato to celebrate coffee and beans. Tonight and is booze. a pink Moscato. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. That's what I happen to have open. So that's I what love I it. like I say, fruity. It's good. Yeah. Sweet like fruity it. drinks. That's yeah. me. Yep. I like it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, our last question is our favorite. So Jasmine, take it away. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh Janice Van Wiki Wiki, what is your passion? <laughs> Well, I am still discovering that I am passionate about many things, but I 
don't know what my actual passion is. I think people in general, I love people. I, I could never live on an island. I need people in my life and I love people. I get, love getting to know people um, and kindness. I think for me, a huge, if I could have one word tattooed across my forehead, it would be kind, be kind, mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot of that missing in our world. Mm -hmm. And I think if everybody thought about just being kind, a lot of situations would be easier. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I haven't yet, just like I haven't decided what I'm going to be when I grow up, <laughs> I haven't yet discovered quite what my passion is, but I am passionate about many things. Absolutely. Well, we are passionate about you and have so enjoyed our time with yes. you. Um, cannot you. wait to see you soon and have a sweet little yummy Moscato and something yeah. good in summertime here. <laughs> but truly, thank something you for sharing um, yeah. sharing you you know with our community and um, and your family with our community because we just adore them and they they really have made such a mark mm. on on everything that happens in our small town. Thank so, you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yes. You. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. This has been fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.